Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. We're reading Matthew 5, verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are the peacemakers, Jesus says. Uh, That word peacemaker is a compound word from erenes, which means peace, and poieto, which means to make or to do. And that's an interesting word. It's only used one time in the entire New Testament right here. He doesn't say blessed are the peaceful. He doesn't say blessed are the peace lovers. He says blessed are the peacemakers. Those who actively make peace because they will be called children of God. Now I have a feeling as I say that many people listening will hear this and immediately draw a connection to political action, right? That to be peacemakers entails we pursue social, political, economic justice for the marginalized and the disenfranchised. And to be sure, it does mean that. (laughs) But I also want to suggest something else today. Something that might be, in our current climate, far more radical. Something that we are in desperate need of, and which is just as much making of peace. See, when Jesus says peace in his Jewish context, his Jewish listeners would hear the word shalom. And shalom is a powerful word. It's a word that connotes a world, uh, an entire ecosystem free of every form of dissonance and separation. Socially, relationally, systemically, individually, ecologically, it is all good and whole. And it's free of all the bad things. There's no envy or exploitation or greed or hatred. And most importantly, to say shalom, To be a maker of shalom connotes that everything is at rest. Shalom is effectively what goes on in the Sabbath. So to be peacemakers is to be makers of rest. Now nothing has quite befuddled the world in which the Jews have lived like their ridiculous practice of the Sabbath. To take a day every week, the first day of the week for them, and to refuse any and every aspect of work for the sake of choosing to experience the shalom in the world, which their God promised will come soon. So they're resting in a moment of time that isn't even fully present yet. They're they're acting like it's present. They're acting like the world's at peace when clearly it's not doesn't matter how much work you got done, doesn't matter how much work you have to do, doesn't matter incredibly if the world is burning down right outside your door. Rest, says God. Make the Sabbath holy. Welcome the peace. And remember that ultimately, peacemaking, says God, is my business and not yours. Abraham Heschel writes 
Some religions build great cathedrals or temples, but Judaism constructs the Sabbath as an architecture of time. The goal is creating the Sabbath as a foretaste of paradise. The Sabbath is a metaphor for paradise and a testimony to God's presence. Now, I'm sure you might be a little angry with me, right? How can we let the world burn down around us while we sit beside a tree and read a book, which is how I would spend my Sabbath, or take a walk and worship God? There's work to be done. What if we cry out, the Sabbath falls on a day where there's an important rally to protest a certain form of injustice in our country? Well, God would say, we have six days to protest injustice. But on the seventh, we celebrate. Despite what the world looks like, we remind ourselves that the work ultimately is not ours to complete. Do not forget, Jesus would say, that when the new Jerusalem comes, it descends from heaven. Yes, you are already participating in the new world. Yes, you are already participating in the new earth. And your actions get to help bring about the justice and rightness of that new world. But rest, says the Jews, says Jesus, is the ultimate marker of that kingdom. Joy, laughter, community, that is the ultimate identifier of the shalom, the kingdom of shalom. So do not neglect those things either just because all you can see now is how broken the world is. On the Sabbath, we participate in the joy of the kingdom. And in so doing, in choosing to participate in the joy of the kingdom, we make peace. We become peacemakers. What does it mean to be a peacemaker in the world? To choose to experience rest and joy in a world that has many causes of sorrow. Well, can I offer a vulnerable example? Sometimes, when Anna and I are stressed and have so much work to be done, we don't do it. Instead, we choose intimacy with one another. Well, we don't have time for intimacy. We don't even necessarily want to be intimate with one another, which is the precise reason why we do it. To remind ourselves that peacemaking is just as much the making of rest and joy and celebration as it is the making of justice and equity. That peacemaking is choosing to see what we don't currently feel or experience. And happy are the shalom makers, says Jesus. Those who remember and participate in the day that is the foretaste of paradise. Though the rest of the world does not see it, does not taste it, we do. We choose to. And we invite others into it. And by our refusal to think that total peace comes through our hands. And by our active protest against a society that idolizes efficiency and effort above all else. And our active refusal to despair, but our active choice to laugh and hope and to be intimate Though there is much to be done and many reasons why we should not, we become the peacemakers, the happy ones who see what others cannot. And we, therefore, are the children of God. Lord, our prayer is simple. When you say that happy are the peacemakers, 
we see the brokenness in the world all around us. But allow us to also see that peace, that shalom, is just as much the making of joy and of laughter and of celebration, of hope in a seemingly hopeless world, as it is the active work of pursuing justice. Would you help us to make inefficient decisions? When the world says, choose what is efficient and choose what is convenient and choose what is fast and effective, let us go on very long walks that are not efficient and not effective. They don't accomplish anything other than they choose to see and to participate in the Sabbath rest, the rest of you, God. The rest that you say is paradise coming. Let us be peacemakers. Let us be participants in that type of rest. We love you, Lord. Give us courage. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.